You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands in the leisure and entertainment industries get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit nicolarowley.com for more details and read Nicola's Amazon best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. Let's talk about Facebook ads. Some of us use them. I didn't use them for a long period of time after having a bad experience in the first year, and now I use them. And some people are too scared to use them. And lots about Facebook ads has changed. And so I've brought in Danny Young, who is a Facebook ad strategist that my company has used. Um, and so I can vouch for him. And there's a lot of noise out there about Facebook ads and how to use them, which contradict each other. And so I wanted to bring someone in that could set the story straight about what we should be doing. So welcome to the podcast, Danny. Hello. Thanks for having me. Facebook ads. I remember when... Uh, is it called iOS 14 came out mm -hmm. and everyone went ah, panic Facebook ads aren't going to work anymore and yet there are lots of us still using Facebook ads what changes did you notice and have they been solved yeah there were a lot of changes um so that was back in kind of mid 2021 which was just after the pandemic as if we needed another drama in our life <laughs> which was a big drama for me obviously but it what it basically meant initially was that Apple were deciding to make life pretty difficult for Facebook and for Meta. Uh, and they introduced uh, a, a prompt that people had to opt in or out of being tracked on iOS devices. And the fallout from that was that loads of people looked at it and went, I don't fancy that. So they opted out. And then if all of the Facebook ads people in the world started you know, having sleepless nights thinking, well, we're going to lose all of this data and how are we going to be able to track and optimize the campaigns? But Facebook have got a massive development team, obviously, that are constantly looking at the market and their platforms and their products and trying to improve them. And they were ahead of the game. So they came up with some workarounds for this challenge. And those workarounds worked. Well, they solved the problem. So people are still using them. What do we need to know at the moment about Facebook ads? Like people often say to me, should I use them straight away? Is that something that people need to consider? Um, have things changed in the way people are using them? I'm seeing people talking about things like, we used to be able to get one pound per click. And now it's like, if you get that, it's like unheard of, you're a unicorn. And now it's like three to five pound per click. And that's still pretty good. What Tell us what's happening in the market. I struggle to understand a lot of these stories that I hear because I don't <laughs> see them. You know, we work with a different range of clients quite a broad, diverse range of clients. And sure, there are some clients that have bigger challenges than others, but that often tends to be down to like the maturity of their brand or their messaging or something like that. But when you're looking at the actual Facebook ads, kind of like architecture and the way that things work, yeah, there are a few new things in place. Things in ads manager might look a little bit different, but the way that ads perform generally for us, certainly it's pretty consistent. We're still getting clients, you know, two, three pound cost per lead, which is fantastic. Okay. We're still getting people getting webinar and masterclass signups for, you know, five to 10 pounds, depending on the niche. So I don't really see any kind of huge increase in cost. I think one of the things that people 
often lose sight of is that if costs are high, then you need to look at why they are high and the data will tell you why they're high. You need to know the right places to look and then you, you tweak. So for argument's sake, we might run a simple funnel for a client that's growing their email list yeah. and we'll run ads to, to promote a lead magnet that will send them to a landing page. And then once they opt in on the landing page, the, our client has got the lead in their email system. And we, if the costs are high, I will look at that campaign and kind of think, okay, why are the costs high here? Is it because I don't want to get too technical. So I'll, tell, I'll give you a simple example. It might be that the landing page is converting at a really low percentage. It might be converting at like five to 10% where we would expect it to be like 30 to 40%. So then we would just look at the messaging in the ads and the messaging on the landing page and kind of, you know, is the landing page taking too long to load or is the messaging off? And we would tweak and optimize that. And then we would go again and we would start to see those results kind of increase and the cost will come down because of the, the performance improvements that we've made. So costs can be high, but it's just understanding why they're high and then yeah. figuring it out. Because it's all about tweaking, isn't it? Like, I think people have this idea that you set up Facebook ads and you press go and then you just leave it for a year and you, you get yeah. people in. And that just isn't how it works. Like you constantly have to be looking at it and tweaking things and seeing how to get a better performance from an ad and also making sure that even the people that are coming in are the right people because you can make you can spend a lot of money thinking you're doing really well getting like one pound per lead or whatever and then realizing the leads are useless and they're not any anybody you're going to want to sell to when someone's first starting to use facebook ads they might not be able to use an ads manager right at the beginning what are the things that they should be doing like once they've set up the ad how often should they be looking at that what should they be looking at yeah, so, I mean, that's really going to depend on what the objective, what the goal of the campaign is, because you might have a goal to build your email list, you might have a goal to launch, you know, a five-day challenge or to, to, you know, run a webinar or to sell a product, or you might have a goal to get people to watch videos or read blog posts. So the metrics that you're going to look at are going to be different depending on what the objective and the goal is. But if we were to kind of come back to list building, lots of people in our space will want to grow their audience and ads is a great way to do that. So you're going to want to be looking at things like click-through rates. They're going to give you a very good indication as to what is and isn't working. And there are some specific metrics that I'm, I'm happy to share here. They're just numbers. They, they might be a bit boring, but I'm happy to share them if you want me to. But you'd be wanting to look at click-through rates, landing page load rates, landing page conversion rates. And in, in my agency, what we do is we actually set up. So you've got a you've got a, a suite of metrics, a suite of reporting kind of data points that Facebook will present you with. But yeah. we also set up custom metrics that aren't available but they give us insights into things and how they're working. So, you know, landing page load rate, for example, and this, you know, people are probably falling asleep at this point, but that I is how- I love this stuff. It's all about the metrics. Well, it's so important because it, it's all about data. That's what you're getting from running ads is you're just really buying data and they're looking at that data and thinking, what do I need to do to make these numbers better? But landing page load rate is how quickly does your landing page load? Because if it takes too long, people will click an ad- if it doesn't load in a couple of seconds, they're going to go, yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, we've got the attention span of gnats these days. It takes exactly. one second, we're off, we're on something exactly else. Exactly that. So that's one of the metrics that we create. You know, we look at when people are running video view campaigns, because we do a lot of stuff with video for our clients now. Um, and, you know, I'm also teaching this in my um, in my programs as well, where people want to kind of learn to do this stuff themselves. 
that you don't always have to run ads to promote a lead magnet to grow your audience. You can run video ads and just deliver kind of like 60 to 90 seconds of really powerful, valuable content that your, your, your audience will just look at and go, wow, you know, Lisa's such an authority. Lisa really knows what she's doing. She's so helpful. She's, you know, definitely somebody that I want to stay connected with. And then once people kind of watch that 25 to 50 or more percent of that video, that means they're quite a good quality kind of member of your audience. Then you can start retargeting with other, with other stuff. So yeah, it's it really is all about the data and making sure that you understand the metrics that you need to track to get the results you want. When do you think is the best time to use ads? Always. Yeah, you would say <laughs> I, that. <laughs> I mean, no, in, in honesty, a lot of people um, will come to me and and kind of you know talk about ads, and I I will tell them that they're probably not ready. I think in order to run ads, you have to have an offer that is already kind of well, it doesn't have to be proven to convert. But you need to have something that you want to put in front of an audience. And sometimes we help our clients to test those offers and validate them through a, a process that we, we have in, in my agency called rapid fire testing. But I think one of the main, I mean, I get asked this question all of the time. Am I ready to run ads? Should I be running ads? I think the first thing that you need to think about is, is your business ready to cope with a big influx of leads? Do you have the, the infrastructure in place to deal with that? which is kind of email systems and funnels because you want to automate as much of this as possible. Yeah, because there's no point having all these leads come in and there's nowhere for them to go. No, there really isn't. I mean, what you don't want is to be at a networking event talking about how you've got an email list of 10,000 people, but then in your head you're thinking, but nobody buys from it because I haven't got any funnels set up. That's just a, a, an expensive vanity metric. But the other thing that I, I want people to think about is are they prepared to invest and potentially lose money, certainly at the beginning when they're testing? Because whenever you start running ads you'll be testing. You'll be testing things like audiences, creative, the visual part of the ad, the copy, the offer, the messaging, like all of these little ingredients that you put in the mixing bowl. If they all come together really nicely, you're going to get a beautiful ads cake, right? But if, if a couple of those ingredients are off, then your cake's going to fall flat and it's going to taste rubbish. So people have to kind of come into this and with the, with the understanding that if they are spending, even if it's just £10 a day initially, which might sound a lot to some people, but that's where I'd recommend you start. For the first couple of months, you might not see much of a return on that because you've got to tweak and figure out a few things. And that's harsh, isn't it? Because like when you're first starting, I think £10 a day on Facebook ads, I mean, I know how low that is because of how much we now spend on Facebook ads. But that can seem like a lot because it's kind of an unknown ROI at the beginning you don't really know what you're going to get back out there used to be this kind of fallacy that if you put one pound into Facebook ads you get two pounds out and it just doesn't mm -hmm. work like that all the time because if you haven't got the funnels correct or if you haven't got the product right or if you're targeting the wrong audience or any of those things it is going to make a difference on the ROI of a Facebook ad but one of the things that I think was a real wake-up call for me is when I first started thinking about Facebook ads I assumed that when you do a launch, let's say I do a launch, and at the end of it, I go, well, how many people came in from clicking on the Facebook ad? And then I'd go, but 10 of those people were already in my audience. So mm -hmm. actually, that doesn't matter. And what I realized over time is that it isn't about that necessarily. Like, even if there's someone in your audience, if they continue to see you, we already know that they need to see you a number of times. So if they see Facebook ads telling them to do something over and over again, and then they do it, it's still the Facebook ad 
that probably made the difference because even if they're in your audience they've seen all of that before if they see an ad that's just another level of them yeah. seeing you i think sometimes as business owners we're a bit naive about what ads do we think that ads are some magic thing that you plug in and it brings you an audience which will just pay you money and it just isn't the case ads are a brilliant tool and we use them um but we are very aware that most of our ads go to a warm audience already yeah no the, the, the way it really works well for us is that our warm audience are already in our email list and everywhere they see the ads and they are kind of like, oh yeah, I remember that Lisa has this thing going on because of the ad, not because they are new. And do you agree that we need to think of Facebook ads in a different way to how most people do when they first start? I couldn't agree more. And I'm really pleased that you brought that up because I I still work with clients who, when they're doing launches, for argument's sake, they will look at how many of their sales came from their organic efforts versus how many came in from cold Facebook ads because we still run ads to cold traffic for masterclasses challenges and those kinds of things because you can get results from there and then they'll say oh you know the ads haven't performed that well because most of the sales came from my warm audience the organic side of things but they're already on my list and then I have to have a conversation with them to talk about eat marketing ecosystems because your marketing ecosystem consists of everything that you do on social media everything you do with your email list if you've got chatbots in the mix and also ads and, and other stuff podcasts you know blogs whatever it is you've got a whole plethora of different touch points where your your ideal client if they see enough of those touch points then they're going to be like more likely to buy from you and it's not just a case of saying well we, you know it, the sales either came from cold traffic or warm traffic if you run ads to cold traffic I'm um, just, you know, for terminology's sake, cold traffic is people that don't aren't in your aren't on your list yeah, already. Don't even know who you are. Yeah, you know, if I run if I run ads to to cold traffic for a client, that doesn't mean that their warm audience is not in those cold audiences, right? And, and we're not going to exclude them from that because it's about touch points, and we want people to see the message. And the great thing about ads that I love is that when people kind of talk a lot about, oh, I, I do so well organically, well. We know that social media organic reach is low. We know that email open rates are averaging kind of what, 20 to 30%, depending. And some people get more, some people get less, but that's an industry average. When you're running ads on Facebook and Instagram, Facebook are going to force those into people's feeds because you're paying. That's what Facebook want. They want that money, right? So if you're in the target, or if your ideal client is in that target audience, they will see that content. And that can often be, like you said, the trigger for them kind of flipping the switch in terms of, am I going to buy it? Am I not going to buy it? Is this offer for me? Is it not for me? And it might not be straight away either. So we've had people that say to us, oh, I just saw you everywhere for ages. Never really sort of looked at what you do, but I kept seeing you and I kept seeing you. And then eventually I saw something else you did and then they become a client. So it isn't necessarily that they click on that ad even. No. And, you know, again, that is such an important point because you might run ads to promote a five-day challenge for a launch and you might get a lot of people come into that five-day challenge from cold that's the first time they've encountered your brand they're not all going to buy but they'll be on your list and then maybe in the next launch they might buy or the launch after that they might buy so it's, it's kind of still a big part of list building which is something i think people should be doing all of the time so that they're continuing to bring new people into their world list building slash audience growth you know there are different strategies for it but i think you always need to be getting your message in front of new people so that they're at the start of that process where, okay, I don't know much about this person's brand, but the, more, the longer they stick around, the more they're going to get to know. 
and then at some point they're probably more likely to buy yeah i think that's definitely it and i think that once you realize that you don't get so annoyed at facebook yeah i do think that you know if you don't really see it in the ecosystem that's in you can get quite annoyed like i've spent this much money on facebook ads and I can't see people buying because of it, but it's much longer term than that. And now we measure, you know, if someone comes in from an ad two years down the line, how much have they bought? Because actually that's what's more important, the long-term value of a client rather than did they buy something in the the five days after they saw something? Because most people don't, quite frankly, it takes longer than that. It's why people have 30 and 90 day sequences um, and funnels because it takes longer these days for people to buy. Now you obviously see a lot of people that launch you help a lot of people launch because of the funnels that you have and because of the Facebook ads that you do what are you seeing in terms of launching this year like we've seen some real differences this year in launching I suppose one of the biggest things that we've seen is people taking longer to decide whether they want something bonuses aren't working like they used to which I'm kind of glad about and most people are buying on the last day of a launch what are you seeing out there with your clients yeah we're seeing a mix. We're seeing a mix. I think that um, I definitely think that there are situations where people are taking longer to commit, especially for higher ticket products. And I, I think as well, you know, this is something else that I think a lot of business owners don't register when they're trying to sell their products and programs is external factors, external influences that happen in the world. You know, we are either in or coming into a recession, depending on who you're, who you're listening to. That is going to affect people's decisions to buy stuff right? It's affecting everybody. You know, we've just come out of a pandemic, not just, but you know, it's still relatively recent. There is a a pretty significant war going on in in Ukraine right now. And all of these factors have, they matter, right? And you have to consider that. So I I think with, you know, with all of the stuff that's going on out there in the world, you know, people are taking a bit longer to buy, but we've also seen some clients that have absolutely smashed it with launches. And I think, you know, ultimately, if you asked me honestly, am I a fan of live launches? I would probably say not so much as Evergreen. And the reason for that is because in a live launch, you are in this kind of finite window of time and you really need all of the dials to click into place for it to go brilliantly. And when they do, it's it's just heaven. I love it. And it's really, really good. But if it doesn't go to, to plan, your ads might do really, really well, but there could just be, uh, I mean, we've all experienced this in launches, like the emails don't go out or the chatbot doesn't work or Facebook decide to kind of change the rules and pull the rug from under everybody's feet. Or even random things like the queen dies. There you go. There was another incredibly significant event that happened in the last year. But yeah, you know, that's the kind of thing, right? And it will have an impact. I, I, I'd love launching. It's, it's brilliant. It's, and I, I love the, uh, the intensity of it. And I, I get really fired up, especially when things are going well. I just, I love to see people succeed. But Evergreen, for me, is just a little bit more chill because you've got time, right? If things start, you know, you're, the way that Evergreen tends to work is you'll start, you'll, you'll be on the runway and you'll you'll be coasting along, getting ready for takeoff. And you'll be looking at your data and think, figuring out what is and isn't working. And then when you start to take off is when things are working. And then you'll start to climb and climb and climb. And at some point it's going to kind of come down again, but you don't have to pressure of that oh we've only got three weeks to make all of this kind of convert or not and that just makes things big believer in a mix of both yeah totally launches for cash injection evergreen for sustainability yeah 
And Facebook ads work with both. If we're honest, but actually I do think they work better with Evergreen because it, you have a longer period of time for those Facebook ads to make a difference um, in yeah. a, such a short period of time for them to. And also on that, Lisa, you've got more time for the algorithm to, to learn about, you know, what's really getting you the results when you're condensing that down into a kind of three, let's say it's a three to six week window, depending on how long the whole launch cycle is that often isn't enough time. And that that's where you really kind of need everything to be uber dialed in to get really, really good results. But I don't want people to kind of listen to this and think, well, I'm not going to live launch because live launches work. Like we've oh, seen yeah. incredible results. They are your, your testament to that yourself through some of the incredible success that you've had. But I really want people to go into the whole kind of digital marketing space with their eyes open and to understand that, like you said earlier, you don't just turn the ads on and, and instant success overnight. It just doesn't work like that in the real world. I think that's a really good conversation to have. And on that note, I will end the episode because I think that people do need to realize that. And it is a choice, Facebook ads, at the end of the day. There are lots of different ways to do things in your marketing. Facebook ads is one that most of us will use at some point. Um, and having somebody to manage it for you, I think, whether you're using an agency or whether you have somebody in-house, is really important because you do need someone who is looking at it all the time rather than just wasting money by pressing go and then leaving things so thank you so much for coming in and chatting to me you know i can talk about ads all day um and launches and non-launches but if people want to come over and see what you're doing and i know that you have programs where you actually teach people to do the facebook ads themselves rather than use an agency if they want to where's the best place for them to find all of this out Best place would be just to go to my website, which is uh, dannyyoungonline.com. They can find the information there about the different programs I have. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Thank you, Danny, for being here. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.